Kicks podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is Kelly Chatfield Whitcomb. Hi, girls. We're all together again. Hooray! We did it. <laughs> we did it, and and I'll tell you something else that's being done right this second is me trying not to think about my bad mouth taste while I'm podcasting. <laughs> podcasting gives you bad mouth taste. <laughs> no, apparently, apparently, living today gives me bad <laughs> mouth taste. I've brushed my teeth three times. I've eaten like very bland foods, and I'm wondering is this is this a curse? Is this karma for something? <laughs> I've been to the dentist recently, and they said I didn't have any cavities. <laughs> but they did, did they check for curses? Did they do that x-ray? <laughs> oh, they forgot. <laughs> uh, when I took a, a medicine once, it gave me dry mouth, which I'd always ignored. Like, you know, when you hear commercials for medicine, it's like dry mouth. It's like, who cares? But that gave me like the worst taste ever. So maybe you just need to start carrying a tin of mints with you wherever you go, because that's what I did. Uh, curiously strong ones? No, just <laughs> they were Australian ones. They're like these mints taste like Australia. <laughs> Try and say Altoids no. in an Australian accent. Shall we? <laughs> no, I want to respect Australia right now. They're going through enough. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Too sad. When I was pregnant, I like in the first trimester, I had horrible mouth taste all the time. I think we talked about it on the podcast. Actually, remember that. Yes. No. <laughs> we yes, we have a podcast uh pregnant person right now. Uh pregnant with a podcast. Kelly, <laughs> do you have bad tastes in your mouth? Not necessarily because I'm pregnant, but just because like is it cuz you're cursed? Yeah. <laughs> I I'll like eat a weird thing and like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but whenever I eat garbage, I always have this weird garbage taste in my mouth. <laughs> no, but it's like something totally normal. And then all of a sudden it'll just be like, nope, I can't eat this anymore. Ugh, that's a shame. Well, I I pray for myself and the people of Australia. <laughs> I pray for two entities, both alike in dignity. <laughs> e- equally terrible. No, no, no. <laughs> Too soon, Shell. <laughs> I will say that I have been worried that uh, somehow podcast smell vision will get um, invented before I release uh, in the next couple of days this podcast and that the Shelly gang is going to get a whiff. <laughs> well, jokes on all of you people. I don't have a sense of smell. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how my breath would smell right now. I just finished eating breakfast for dinner, so yummy. I, I have bacon breath. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> if I had to categorize my breath, it would probably be like stale air. Oh, I thought you were gonna say stale eggs. It's yeah, like, that would be I don't bad. Know what that That's is. even worse. <laughs> Well, Shelly Gang, I'm sorry for the smell of vision that has uh, come to pass. And retroactively cursed this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the curses. 
I, this is supposed to be a family-friendly podcast with no curses, but here we are. <laughs> uh, speaking of here we are, we are gathered here today, Shelly Gang, to hear the opinion on a specific topic uh, from my shy sister, Shelly. Shelly, it is the year of the submission, and we have had yet another submission from a member of the Shelly Gang for a topic. Would you like to know what it is? I would love to. Wonderful. Ashley from the Abandoned Carousel podcast. It's a podcast about abandoned amusement slash theme parks. And I started listening to it because one of her first episodes was about uh, Santa's Village up by Lake Arrowhead, California. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, so that is near and dear to our California hearts. But she is really great. Her podcast is really like dare I say informative? You know how I feel about podcasts where I learn things. I'm shocked. Down with the education. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's informing you about something trivial, as long as it's educating you about something trivial, it's okay. Yeah. Except Santa's Village is so important to me. (laughs) Anyways, Ashley suggested the topic of slippers. (laughs) Ooh. That are worn at Santa's Village. (laughs) (laughs) But when I suggested this to the small, growing, larger committee, it was welcomed warmly, maybe too warmly. In fact, Julie said, I should do pro because I am currently wearing slippers. (laughs) (laughs) I would imagine Julie being the cold person she is, is always wearing slippers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing slippers right now. (laughs) Shocker. Oh, man. (laughs) But... Like I said, Julie's going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like slippers. I'm going to be doing the anti-reasons why you shouldn't. And Kelly, as the factory owner of Slippers Incorporated, which owns, <laughs> which is the over-umbrella of all slippers in the world. Car- <laughs> Kelly's got a slipper monopoly. Exactly. <laughs> She's a slipper mogul. Kelly is going to be telling us what she thinks you, Shelly, will choose. Are we ready? Yes. Ready. Yes. Okay, Julie, look at your slippers deep, fl- deep fully. Oh, no. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> and tell us why Shelly should like whatever we're talking about slippers. <laughs> I'll look at my slippers for inspiration and, and strength. <laughs> um, well, as we've already mentioned, this is my first point uh, that my little tootsies get cold (laughs) and slippers are a wonderful way to keep my toes toasty warm and let me tell you something that i just realized so i better say it before i forget my wonderful husband bought me some like super thick woolly ultra comfy cozy socks last year for christmas oh Oh, man that's a a long title that sounds sweaty (laughs) they were thigh highs and it was like embroidered all the way up and down (laughs) (laughs) they might as well have been no they were so toesy oh gosh (laughs) cozy and toasty and (laughs) but they they were too thick to act like regular socks, so I tried to shove my feet into my boots while I was wearing them, and it just wouldn't work. So one great thing about the slippers is that they slip on and off so easily. I got to slip <laughs> my foot right out, 
when I need to put my regular shoes on. And then when I come home, I slip them right back in because uh, and my feet are like fish and my <laughs> shoes are like water. <laughs> they can't be outside of my shoes for very long or else they die. <laughs> your your feet are like the feet of like the Wicked Witch of the East, like curl up <laughs> out of shoes. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I ask a question, a clarifying question? Uh-huh. When we lived in Southern California, we were, I would say, uh, barefoot children. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It, how many foot transplants have you had <laughs> over these years? Or is it an adult onset foot fish <laughs> <laughs> syndrome? <laughs> I, I like that title. Adult onset <laughs> footfish syndrome. <laughs> uh, I definitely say it's that, Shelley, because I think I just had, you know, I was made of tougher stuff when I was a kid. But now that I'm, I'm grown up, I'm more set in my ways. Um, my feet are farther away from my heart than when I was a child. <laughs> so uh-huh. true. Uh, <laughs> I just need, they need a little extra something to keep them alive really (laughs) my second point is that it kind of goes along with my first one slippers are like the cardigan for the feet (laughs) and it made me think of of mr rogers how he would come home take off his suit coat and he would put on his nice cozy cardigan and uh that's how that's how i live with my slippers then he would change his shoes my third point is, did Mr. Rogers wear slippers? Question mark. No, he would wear, inside he'd wear his cute little like canvas shoes. In uh, thinking about this, I, I did some research and I realized he does not wear slippers, but I did learn that his crew would pr- pr- play pranks on him with his shoes. They would like switch them out for smaller f- shoes so that he couldn't put his feet in them. Or he would like, <laughs> or they would like ball socks up in the in the toes, so he couldn't put his feet in. I would imagine Mr. Rogers wouldn't be actually very fun to prank. <laughs> He's too sweet. Yeah, his reactions were probably just like delighted chuckles, and then like he'd fix the problem and yeah. just well, like but that's compliment the perfect everyone. Person to prank. <laughs> I guess that's true. Like, oh, you guys. I guess they would prank him like semi regularly. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they would hide in the closet and jump out at him when he opened it to get his little cardigan. Oh, man. <sighs> Mr. Rogers is so important to our mom, who had kind of a tumultuous uh, childhood. And she like tears up anytime we bring up Mr. Rogers's name. And so, mom, we know you're listening. Sorry for the tears. <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine uh, his cozy sweaters. Another fun fact, his mom knit all those sweaters. <gasps> no, I did know that, actually. That's so cute. True. I'm going to save any more facts for our, our next episode, which will be Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Shelly, do you hate Mr. Rogers? <laughs> yeah, who's going to take the consides, like, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? How about Kelly? <laughs> I mean, I could go that way. I wouldn't like it, but... Okay, well, let's move on from all of this. Uh, My next point is something that might just be unique to me, but I'm going to say it anyways. (laughs) Unlike fish feet, which is a universal (laughs) experience for everyone. Adult onset fish feet 
syndrome. What was it? <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, it's more common than you might think. Let's okay. A O F F S. <laughs> I mean, people don't like to bring it up. That's it's it's one of those uh, hidden ailments that you just don't want to talk about. It's too taboo. They don't like to bring it up because it sounds really awful to say. Elves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe this next thing is also a, a a silent killer. My slippers that have like the plastic soles save me and my socks from in-home puddles <laughs> oh is that a big problem for you <laughs> do you have a leaky roof <laughs> <laughs> buckets everywhere catching the drip <laughs> no have you guys ever been walking around in your sock feet and then you walk into the kitchen and there happens to be like uh-oh somebody spilled a little water on the floor and you step right in it yes but i also have dogs and one's a very sloppy drinker uh-huh all the more occasion to have in-home puddles. Kelly, you have dogs and we'll soon have a child. All the rest of us have children and we've seen all kinds of puddles in our homes. Shelly also has a dog and a child. Uh-huh. That's true. And I've been around children. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so we've all seen yellow puddles. And just imagine stepping a sock foot in that. You don't want that. Or even a barefoot. <laughs> Yuck. I have I have definitely stepped in another kind of puddle, which is a dog puke puddle. Oh no! Oh, oh no! That's awful. I regret signing on for this podcast. <laughs> Holly's like, I've got to bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, I I'm sorry. I just I'm saying just speaking what's truth. in my heart. <laughs> it's okay, Shelley. I have said on the podcast before that my son has puked in my mouth before. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's horrible. So Shelley, if you had like hard soled uh, slippers, mm-hmm. some of the heartache could have been avoided. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You never know when you're going to expect an in-home puddle. Expect. A encounter an in-home puddle. <laughs> I thought you were going to say expect the unexpected. And I was like, that's good parenting advice for sure. <laughs> well, the beginning of that sentence was you never know. You never know when you're going to expect the unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> and so so what would be the consequences of me, like, if I was just wearing socks, let's say, to try and keep warm? And I would I just have to throw those socks away if I stepped in a mystery puddle? <laughs> Well, mystery puddle, yes. Identifiable puddle depends on what it is. Shelly, I think you hit the nail right on the head when you identified a certain puddle. Those those <laughs> socks would have to go. Oh, no, but I have so many cute socks. <laughs> They're too cute to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Shelly. Hey, yeah? You've heard... <laughs> You've heard of bunny slippers, but have you heard of piggy slippers? <laughs> I have. I know you have. Because <laughs> you have some. <laughs> I did have some. When I was in high school, I played one of the three little pigs in a uh, children's theater. Somebody gave me some piggy slippers to commemorate that. And I had them for many, many years and wore them uh, all over the town even though they did not have hard soles, so they got real gross and messed up. Uh-huh. But that just goes to show, you can get slippers that look like anything you want under the sun. I was Googling iconic slippers, 
And for some reason, it, like the top 20 results were all Wonder Woman slippers. What? <laughs> so if you want to be truly iconic, get some Wonder Woman slippers. <laughs> is there is there like a famous person or character who like wears only Wonder Woman slippers? <laughs> I don't know. Or do you instantly become iconic if you wear <laughs> Wonder Woman slippers? Probably that that one. Probably the latter. <laughs> cool. I didn't know that. Um, you should try it. Just go put on some Wonder Woman slippers and see what happens. See how your life changes. What if I don't want to wear Wonder Woman slippers? What other options do I have? <laughs> Anything. Everything. Anything under the sun? Yeah. Think of a thing and there's a slipper to go with it. Everyone, think of a thing. Uh, I thought of a hot dog first. Oh, I'm sure there are hot dog slippers. I'm going to Google that right now. I'm going to buy them for all your children. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. There are so many cute hot dog slippers. <laughs> there's there's one that's weirdly a mix of a hot dog and a wiener dog. It's like a wiener dog in a bun with mustard on top and it's slippers. That's what I'm buying for my child, Lucy. Yes. <laughs> Good news. Free shipping. What about penguins? Do you think there are penguin slippers? Because I, I know a little boy who loves penguins. Let's see. Penguin slippers. Oh, there's one that are like little baby penguins, so they're very fuzzy. Aw. Oh, my gosh. Well, Smotch, <laughs> what is your first come-to-mind slippers? Well, recently I've seen um, that they just came out with taco baby slippers. Like the babies are tacos or these are taco slippers for babies? Taco slippers for babies. And they are ridiculously cute. Oh, my goodness. Oh, taco booties. That brings up a point uh, that Julie's son gave to me for my anti-points that I didn't end up using. But, Julie, would you please uh, say it now, even though we're in the pro section? Theo said that only... One size for babies. So when grown-ups put them on, they're too small. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to tell him that slippers actually come in many sizes. <laughs> <laughs> I just like an, a, the idea of an adult being like, I got to buy me some slippers and then buying some on <laughs> the internet or whatever. And then it, them coming in the mail and them being tiny and just <laughs> buying them anyway. Oh. <laughs> One star, not true to size. (laughs) (laughs) Only fit on big toe. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's funny. My my final kind of wrap-up point is that there are slippers for all people. There are slippers for every ilk. (laughs) And when I was thinking of this point, I said I thought to myself, from the grandmas to the grandpas. And everyone in between. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought, grandmas, you know, working your way in reverse age order, females all the way down to babies. Then you switch over to male babies and work your way all the way up to grandpas. (laughs) Humanity is a crazy bell curve. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. And then grandmas and grandpas, they're connected too. So it's like one, one eternal round. Uh, of slippers (laughs) (laughs) pro 
from grandmas to grandpas. <laughs> this is a very deep point. <laughs> yeah. So, Shelly, I know you're you're scared. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm always scared, so you're right. <laughs> Don't be scared of slippers. You can find one that's the right size for you, the right style for you, the right warmness slash protection for you. Uh-huh. And uh, it'll just, like, increase the quality of your life. Thank you. <laughs> Slippers. From grandmas to grandpas. I, I want that on a shirt so bad. <laughs> and then in, like, one eternal round. Like... <laughs> Julie, thank you for those points. But I have some points of my own that are a little more edgy. A little more of the dark side of slippers. Are they cursed? (laughs) That's what I was going to say. You might say they're cursed. (laughs) And Shelly did. (laughs) I might say it, and I did. (laughs) So, Shelly, my first point as to why you should be anti-slippers is from the heart, from my own personal heart. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying slippers are from your heart. I was like, yeah, that's gross. I wouldn't wear those. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) There are few things grosser in this world than a sweaty foot covered in fabric. (laughs) (laughs) I have a cool thing about me where I do not like to be touched with sock feet at all. My sisters know this because it's a lifelong thing and they have... um, tortured me at various points in my life (laughs) especially uh my sister shelly i remember wears socks all the time my sister julie kelly you don't always wear socks and i'm proud of you um our (laughs) sister carly uh she you know what she's an angel she would never ever do that to me (laughs) because she almost never wears socks (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) she even had to borrow socks when she came here to utah last year because she didn't have any so holly would you rather have a sweaty foot touch you than a sweaty sock foot yes and i'm sorry (laughs) wow i'm sorry that that's the truth i am sorry for what i just said but there are other things that feet can get sweaty in namely slippers yuck Well, but if someone touched you with a slipper foot, (laughs) would you go like, oh, I know it's their sweat in there? (laughs) Uh, Yes, because sweat seeps through slippers. (laughs) And ask me how I know. My daughter, Lucy, who is a beautiful third grader who today um, wanted me to do her hair in panda bear buns, whatever that meant. So I did (laughs) a double... A double uh, French braid that ended in a bun, like up at the top, kind of like panda ears. Yeah, it was cute. But she has literally slippers lining the bottom edge of her bed, like underneath her bed. (laughs) Oh, cute. (laughs) From tip to toe, slippers. (laughs) And I respect her and I love her very much, but her opinion is very wrong and I hate it. (laughs) Does, Does she regularly sweat? so you can feel like sweat through them so you can feel it because that seems usually i would say slippers are thick so that's that seems excessive (laughs) i don't know what to tell you my son and my daughter both get incredibly sweaty on their extremities 
And I have asked doctors and they say, it's fine. Like, they're fine. Just keep them hydrated. So I try, but the more I hydrate them, the more they sweat on me. And I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I know that this is my own personal bugaboo, but I wish that other people would pick up this battle with me and say, yes, sweaty feet with fabric covering them are yuck and gross. So, so like, let's say you're like out on a, on a walk on a summer's day. Would you, if your socks got like sweaty, would you just like, okay, well, I guess have to take these off now (laughs) and have to walk barefoot forever. So I have a cool thing about me that I don't own very many socks because I, I feel this way about my own feet even. And uh, I will say that one does not perceive uh, sweat in socks until they take off their, their shoe usually. And then that's when the party starts. And um, and by that, I mean the funeral. The funeral party starts. <laughs> the best kind of funeral. <laughs> so, yeah, Shelly, I'm not a cool person who, like, comes home and takes off her sneakers and then walks around in her socks and, like, makes breakfast. No, what I am. Wait, where, where are you walking around before breakfast? <laughs> and only the coolest people walk around at their house with socks on. <laughs> I <laughs> and anytime she comes home with socks and shoes on, she then has to make breakfast. <laughs> no matter what time of the day or night. <laughs> I mean, breakfast is good all day, so that's fine. Yeah. If I could take off my socks before my shoes, I would. <laughs> Holly would like her feet to be in a separate room before she takes her shoes and socks off. <laughs> If I could have all of my, like, nerve endings gone out of my feet, uh, that would be great for me. Because sometimes I do have to wear sneakers with socks. (laughs) I think that ends up being problematic (laughs) health-wise. I'm cursed. (laughs) I wished for no nerve endings, and I got that. You got it, and now you can't walk very well. So, okay, so I just would like to end that point by saying part of the reason that I knew that I uh, should marry my husband was that he is a sock person and he can touch me with sock feet and I don't instantly shrivel up and die. So (laughs) that's how you know it's true love. (laughs) For me, because it's obviously a very important part of my own ethos. So, (laughs) Okay, so my second point as to why Shelly should be anti-slippers is that the word slippers sounds weak. And I don't like that. What? <laughs> like, like, because as a connotation, like, if you need slippers, you're weak? No. Or just no. the word is not a strong sounding word? Yes, the latter definitely. There are so sh- what, what is a strong word? Like, give me an example, because I gotta, I gotta compare and contrast. Crown. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Curse. <laughs> So those are all quite strong words. You'll notice in and and those there were a lot of R's and there is an uh-huh. R in slipper, but it is subsumed by the S at the end. Slippers. That's how most people say it. <laughs> and if you try to say it in a menacing way, it does not come off very menacing. Slippers. <laughs> Smotch, try it. Slippers. That's your meanest way of saying it. <laughs> well, that's the like, most normal voice or else it'd be super deep. <laughs> We're trying to say it in a menacing way. 
What well, I like. Why does it have to be deep? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it have to be out of my register, man? See, slippers just isn't scary. And that's how I like my words is menacing, scary, <laughs> strong. So if I had to, you know, like, let's say I needed to wear uh, some footwear around the house. What would be my options at this point? Concrete blocks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so you can swim Sleep with, the, with fishes the fishes at any moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's what people say. <laughs> Instead of fish feet, it's sleep with the fish feet. <laughs> you know what is a strong sounding word that is an actual answer to your question? Crocs. <laughs> you would rather have I mean, someone wear Crocs than slippers? That's like no. the ultimate sweat down. I'm <laughs> saying, in terms of just word strength, <laughs> Crocs beats slippers. That's true. That's true. I guess, yeah. I guess just in sheer word strength. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so my next point as to why you should be anti-slippers is slippers are not versatile. You can't wear slippers for adventure. And Theo, Julie's son, told me, you can't wear slippers when you're running. And I feel like this is very important. Julie mentioned the kind of like harder soled slipper, but even the hardest sole can't go Climb every mountain, <laughs> run in every stream. <laughs> I I lead a life, a barefoot life generally, but uh, sometimes uh, I do have to wear socks when I'm like moisturizing or whatever. And I will say that I really get annoyed when I have to be in my house, but then go outside and take the trash out or something and then walk outside in not bare feet or hard soles. And I would like to think that if I were a runner, um, that I I would do it barefoot because that's cool. Um, but I I wouldn't do it in slippers. I could tell you that much right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying you're more prepared to climb every mountain, ford every stream, in bare feet. <laughs> You're saying that's the better option. Shelly, if it were uh, socially acceptable, I would be barefoot all the time. And that's not <laughs> I mean, a joke. You did wear flip-flops like all year round in college. <laughs> yeah, in Utah. And, in Utah. Uh-huh. And, um, and that's, just, that's just me. And I know, again, this is my personal thing, but I, I would say that if you were going for a day at Disneyland, Slippers are not going to give you what you need. <laughs> but bare feet is. <laughs> and that is arch support. And I have extremely strong arches when they are not cushioned by socks. <laughs> Your arches gain strength when they are unencumbered. <laughs> uh, I, I am very proud of my feet. And if I had cuter toes, I would definitely become a foot model. But I don't have cute toes, and I have huge feet because um, I am a five foot five giant, and um, I need I, I need to be able to balance. But anyway, so yeah, uh, they're not versatile. You can't like wear them all hither and yon. Is there any one shoe though, or one foot covering that is like perfect for all occasions? Because I don't think slippers is alone in that. <laughs> Um, I would say uh, a sensible Mr. Rogers uh, canvas shoe. 
<laughs> That's good for all all occasions. <laughs> you could you could dress it up. You could dress it down. You could uh, put socks in the toes of it, and then um, <laughs> and prank your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Theo, thank you for helping me out because you're right. Uh, running is so important to those who run, and um, and to those who don't. Um, uh, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Oh, and Charles Dickens was famous for wearing his canvas shoes everywhere. <laughs> so I have two more points as to why Shelley should be anti-slippers. Uh, my second to last point is slippers are unclear as to whether socks are needed or not. Aren't slippers just socks? Socks with socks? That sounds kind of like a fox with socks start of a a, a riddle. Or those aren't riddles; those are tongue twisters. But what is happening? <laughs> I I have a a dream that someday socks won't be necessary to anyone, and in that dream. Uh, there are not people wearing socks with things that shouldn't have socks. For instance, uh, my beloved sandal. I do not like <laughs> a sock with a sandal. But you know what? I will say that I am maybe even more annoyed by people who wear socks and then put slippers over them. What? But what if their feet are just very cold? <laughs> well, then take a bath or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Holly, I can't take a bath. All day, every day. <laughs> do you wear socks with slippers, Julie? I do. Because here's the thing. That way I can slip them off and put my feet straight into my shoe. Don't have to mess around <laughs> putting on socks. I don't. I really don't get it. Like when I was thinking about slippers as a concept, um, first I thought not a strong word. Honestly, that was my first thought. <laughs> <laughs> my second thought was. I wish there was some sort of slipper rule where either you always had to wear socks with slippers or never, but no in between. <laughs> I feel like this is a point for you a lot, Ollie. This <laughs> is like there's no like hard and fast, clearly defined rule where if you break it, like you will be beheaded on the spot. <laughs> and so since the world isn't all in black and white, I don't like it and and we should just forget about it. <laughs> so this is very funny that like slippers, you're just like, who knows how to use these dang things? It's just the not world happen. of slippers is chaos. <laughs> the fact that not everybody sees the world that way, I guess I can respect, but I don't understand how that's possible. <laughs> You have no slipper plus sock tolerance. <laughs> no, I, yes, that is true. But I do feel very called out right now. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't understand the problem of wearing socks and slippers. <laughs> because it's too much. And <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's twice as much sweat. <laughs> if you're going to wear a shoe over a sock, make it be a shoe, not a slipper. I don't... <laughs> I think we're at an impasse because <laughs> I'm to disagree. I feel like it's been a while since there's been a topic this personal to you, but a lot of your points feel very much like just think the way I do <laughs> about this thing. Well, and it's very funny. 
my last point definitely is that it's the culmination of all of this. And my last point as to why you should be anti-slippers is life isn't a fairy tale. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I actually do think I need a little bit more of an explanation for that point. I really would actually. (laughs) So I kept writing into the same few points about slippers in general, slippers as we mean them. But then I kept running into uh, the tertiary thoughts of like glass slippers, belly slippers, that kind of thing. And um, I just kept thinking like, Yes, I don't like slippers, but I can't think of any other type of slipper um, that I do like because those things aren't real to me and, and not <laughs> not like valid to me, like a glass slipper. No one ever is going to or has worn those in real life. And um, ballet slippers, like too much, too girly, too strong. <laughs> ballet slippers are too strong for you <laughs> ballet i have come over the years to appreciate the strength of of those who who practice ballet that's what they call it right <laughs> it's a practice <laughs> yes we are ballet practitioners <laughs> <laughs> but when you see a ballet slipper they're very frequently um pink and they also like have beautiful satin ribbon and they also have like a sheen of like beautifulness and i don't like that that doesn't match with what i think a, a ballerina or a ballerino should be i think i think if if it were me i would have like leather ballet slippers or like spikes i think they are often made of leather no but like but like black leather, like like something that says I am not someone to mess around with. You you would like a combat boot ballet slipper combo. And I just think life isn't a fairy tale. You can't just put on a slipper and expect to have this beautiful life because life isn't beautiful. It is what it is is real. Real life is so real and and thank goodness for it because I learned a lot from it and I am just recently coming out of kind of a, a tough place in my life and I'm so happy to be on the other end of it and I just I'm looking back and I'm like in my worst times would slippers have made me feel better any sort of slipper <laughs> Are you saying people who wear slippers are like people who have their like head in the clouds rose colored glasses I mean really it's just escapism isn't it <laughs> I mean because if you're meant to like if if fate wants you to be cold you should just tough it out just be cold just have your feet be cold don't let them be warm with your highfalutin slippers don't expect slippers to solve all your cold feet problems that's what cinderella's whole problem was she just knew those slippers would solve everything that is my point and you're making a joke (laughs) but i believe it I mean, you did point out a couple kinds of slippers that are not just for feet warmth. And so, you know, I didn't think about all of the all of the kinds of slippers. I didn't think about the full range. Yeah, there's no slipper that fits into a real beautiful messy life. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we are 
turning our eyes and hearts towards Kelly. Kelly, you've known Shelly for so many years, from our barefoot years to our sock years, apparently. <laughs> and uh, Kelly, what do you think Shelly is going to choose about slippers? I think Shelly is going to choose pro slippers. Um, when I think of slippers, I don't necessarily think of like the hard sole ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and I I've had a couple of those and I don't remember if Shelly has had a couple of those. But I know Shelly likes to be comfortable and when your feet are covered in some fashion, then your body temperature is just like normal. <laughs> like it it evens you out. Like I remember when when we were young and we would get super hot or super cold. Our mom would always suggest right away, put on or take off socks. Like that was yes. her way to like cool down is <laughs> socks. Body temperature <laughs> yes. regulation. Yeah. Like that was it. And so I think Shelly is going to go pro because she likes to be just normal and chill. <laughs> <laughs> But what about the problem-solving part of of slippers? You know, when I became a slippers mogul, I didn't think about those kinds of things. But, you know, that's what happens when you start something from the ground up. It becomes bigger than you think it is. (laughs) Kelly had that pie-in-the-sky thinking. And you just surround yourself with yes men by that point. Like everyone's <laughs> pro slippers. You need someone who's a, a senior uh, a person to say no slippers, and and then you. <laughs> but then why would I want them there? Ke- Kelly only wants yes men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I grew my business. Well, now is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most V as in Roman numeral, podcaster Shelly. <laughs> How's the number five treating you? So good. <laughs> what's what's something five recently that you've had to deal with? I actually am five pages into a book I started reading earlier today. So there we go. Oh, wait. I love it so far. You're five feet tall. <laughs> I am five feet tall. <laughs> See, you're the most V podcaster. And today I... I had to go and back upstairs at the library and get my husband to get a book for me down off the shelf. So five feet tall, not quite enough. (laughs) (laughs) I was not only – this was the first time I felt a little embarrassed in a while because I could not – these books were so high. (laughs) And I was in the – the YA section of the library. I was like, this is for teens. I can't even reach a book for teens. <laughs> well, Shelly, what do you think about slippers? Well, I have to say that I have a lot of experience with slippers, not not just personally for myself, but I'm married to someone who's got a lot of uh, foot issues. <laughs> and by foot issues, I mean issues with feet. Not <laughs> his, his feet are perfectly fine and healthy. But <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't know if Rick had foot issues, but <laughs> that kind of foot issues. Got it. My husband went and uh, on his mission for our church in Mexico. And it was like in a kind of a place where, you know, it was a little more rough and tumble. And he knocked on someone's door one day and went in and was trying to talk to her. And instead, she was saying, hey, I'm a podiatrist. Come look at all these pictures of, uh, like, foot diseases you can get. Uh. 
and it has scarred him for life. <laughs> so my husband doesn't go barefoot. And so he wears a lot of slippers. And by a lot, I mean he just has one pair. <laughs> but he wears them all the time. And he wore his last pair literally like until there were many holes in the bottom. And he still wouldn't let me get him a new pair until Santa got him a new pair. <laughs> and disposed of the other pair. Thanks, Santa. Nope, still still have them. <laughs> but yeah, so so there is someone in my house who wears slippers a lot. <laughs> Um, and he has the, the like plastic sole kind, so he can go in and out with them. You know, that's fine. As long as he doesn't wear them. I have to say slippers in public, like in a public forum, like the grocery store. I'm not a fan of that. I know that's not what the, what we're here today to talk about. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is, we just didn't bring it up because I had so many other foot issues. Well, I just, I guess, like, I was very used to seeing it in, like, college, you know? But I saw a lady, a grown-up lady, the other day in the grocery store with slippers on, and it kind of, like, blew my mind. So, actually, slippers have been on my mind. (laughs) (laughs) This always happens. Small getting bigger committee. Good job. Yeah. Ashley from the Abandoned Carousel said, (laughs) She knew. Shelly needs to talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) So, I just, it was just like, whoa, I can't believe it. I mean, getting to your points, Julie's footsies do get cold. I would agree with that. And and I'll have to say also, my footsies get cold. I don't know what it is, but my extremities get cold. I don't know if I don't have good blood flow or something. Julie says it's because you're so tall that your heart is too tall. (laughs) I'm too tall. See, five feet tall is a problem both both ways, too short and too tall. So slippers are toasty. I agree with her. I don't know if I agree that they're like a cardigan for your feet because I wear cardigans indoors and outdoors and I would not wear a slipper outdoors in public. I wouldn't throw some slippers on if I was feeling a chill like at the movie theaters or something like that, but I would throw in a cardigan. The slippers protect you from indoor puddles. I would agree. And mystery puddles, you never know when they're going to pop up. (laughs) And you never know what they are. Well, you sometimes do know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have too many mystery puddles in my life these days. But um, I mean, stepping in a puddle with socks on, any kind of puddle, not a great thing. So, or barefoot, but I feel like socks is worse (laughs) than barefoot. Any kind of slippers, so cute. That's true. A lot of kids' slippers out there. I even saw some slippers not long ago that were like those like mermaid sequins. Cool. For all peoples from grandmas to grandpas. <laughs> I mean, that is true. I feel like our grandparents wear and and wore slippers. And make them. We didn't mention that. Our grandma Allen is a, a very great uh, yarn artist and has made... Uh, like yarn slippers. Mm-hmm, that's true. true. Yes, it is true. And uh, I know my in-laws, who are grandmas and grandpas, <laughs> uh, they they wear a lot of slippers. <laughs> They're a big fan of like house shoes. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was thinking of with from grandmas to grandpas. <laughs> and I I would not agree with Holly's thing that there's nothing grosser in the world than sweaty feet covered in fabric. That seems strong. <laughs> it's a little too strong for my blood. <laughs> I would say there's probably some grosser things. 
Um, and also, like, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't gross me out too much. Uh, slippers sounding like a weak is being a weak word. I've never thought of that before, but you're right. <laughs> um, but I also that doesn't ruin them for me. <laughs> I that that is not going to make me like do something or not do something is because like it sounds good or bad just the the vocabulary of it. Not versatile or good for adventure. I again, I feel like not a lot of shoes are good for anything life throws at you. <laughs> and please don't forget, not good for running. It's so important you remember that. Not good for running. I mean, again, I would. You said a canvas shoe. Not canvas shoes aren't famous for their great for running. <laughs> not a lot of Olympic runner, you know, marathoners or whatever are wearing just like canvas <laughs> shoes. Like they've got their kids on and they're ready to go. Many <laughs> Olympic runners start running barefoot. And and then they work work their way up to a converse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. <laughs> Unclear if socks are needed to wear slippers. Like, can you or can't you? Again, I would say you you don't have to, but that's okay <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> I don't think the slipper please you know, strike firm and fast. I think they'll let it slide whether you want to do it one way or the other. No, it's not about policing it. It's just saying, this is the rule. If you don't follow it, we all get to say, ooh, you're bad at this. <laughs> this is socially unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, there's there doesn't need to be retribution otherwise. <laughs> just, shun, just shunning. Yeah. Got it. I would. I wouldn't shun someone wearing slippers and socks. And life is not a fairy tale. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know how slippers factor into. I mean, there are slippers in fairy tales, and I guess they do have an effect. I mean, the red shoes; those are ballet slippers. The ruby slippers. And like, look how that turned out. Ruby slippers, <laughs> glass slippers. So, and I mean, most of those turned out for. Most of those turn out for the better because of that thing, but I guess not the the red shoes. So I guess you get what you get when you, you have to take your chances with slippers. But I guess you also can't rely on them to solve all of your problems. <laughs> but I will say they are good for helping your feet not be cold, and that's why I like them. <laughs> they do solve one problem, and it's foot coldness. <laughs> <laughs> they're great at that and i like that there's lots of styles and stuff and i like that no one can tell me i can't wear socks and slippers because i do do that especially here in utah where it is currently winter and cold <laughs> but i live there too and i'm not wearing a dang thing on my foot right now i know is your foot cold? and i don't wear i don't wear slippers all the time and i'm not gonna make anyone <laughs> i lied i am wearing a band-aid on my heel because my sunday shoe gave me an owie Oh no. oh, no. I thought it was because your heel was cold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like I like them. They keep my feet warm. They uh, I sometimes use them just because, like, my feet get tired when if I'm standing up a lot, you know, in the kitchen or whatnot. So I wear, wear them for cushion. Are they I wear them for cushion. caffeinated slippers? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just – they get – they my heels hurt when I stand too long. Oh. So I, I like a nice cushion. <laughs> You're not all about that, Holly. No, I just – I feel like I may be done talking about slippers. I don't get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just think they can be cute. I think I'm glad Santa finally got my husband a new pair after literally me asking for almost two years. <laughs> I'm glad slippers can be part of life because they benefit me and my family. <laughs> So, hooray, slippers. You're great, especially in the winter. (laughs) Well, congratulations to all those who are pro-slippers around the world. (sighs) Yay! (laughs) We did it! (laughs) You finally overcame the curse. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) We've solved the Sphinx's riddle about slippers. I didn't realize that was all on the line. Phew. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes down to us. But I am glad that you guys all agree that the word slipper is a weak word because it really is. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly, thank you for sharing your opinion on slippers. I'm proud of you and I love you so much, but I'm really done talking about slippers. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I hope our closing segment is Let's just talk about slippers for <laughs> five more minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're moving on to our segment, What Does It All Mean? What does it all mean? <laughs> you sound very defeated. <laughs> well, I am because I'm worried that Julie's dream that we're going to dissect in this segment is going to be slippers based because we have been talking about slippers all week uh, to each other and I'm just really worried. So I love you guys. And this is a segment where we talk about uh, one of ours's dreams and I dissect it uh, through a dream dictionary and then we talk about what it really means in real life. Okay. And uh, Julie, let me gather my accoutrement, aka my pen and paper to get what you are going to say. And I was going to say that my dream was all about slippers, but I, I'm not going to do that to you, Ollie. <laughs> Julie, will you tell us about your dream just briefly so I can get a, a few symbols that I can look up? Certainly. I was on the very top of a yacht. And not just any yacht. This yacht was seven or eight stories tall. Oh, wow. It's very tall. And this yacht belonged to none other than Josh Lyman uh, from, from the West from Wing. West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about Bradley Whitford, the man who played Josh Lyman. It was Josh Lyman straight up. <laughs> um, so this was his yacht. And it was him and me and a bunch of other people on the very top of this very tall yacht. And um, we learned that if you go fast enough in this yacht, it will fly. Josh Lyman was like, we are going to make this yacht go so fast. It's going to turn your heart into an omelet. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. Because you know that feeling when your heart is beating so fast, it just feels like an omelet. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So does Josh Lyman. Anyway, so uh, it was at that point that I knew that he and I were in love. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were totally in love. And then um, the the yacht went fast enough. We ended up flying through the sky. It was very exciting. So, Julie, I ended up writing down four symbols. One, yacht. Two, flying. Three, falling in love. And four, omelet. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So when you dream of a yacht on dreamdictionary.com, 
it says that you are thinking about wealth and pleasure, but mostly what your brain is trying to tell you to do is to devote more time to recreational pursuits. The second thing is flying, and that means that you have a needed sense of freedom wherein you felt restricted previously. Wait, so I feel free now or I want freedom? It said either one. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, falling in love with Josh Lyman, it didn't have Josh Lyman <laughs> in there. I was so disappointed. Weird. I'm sorry. But it did say that generally falling in love in a dream means that you have intense feelings from a real life relationship. And it's a good thing that I looked up omelet because omelet means having a bright start to your day. So if we put all of those together, Julie, you need to devote more time to recreational pursuits that will give you a sense of freedom from your intense Real love for omelets, which give you a bright start to your day. (laughs) (laughs) You should spend more time cooking omelets. That's very recreational. I spend a lot of time cooking omelets, guys. (laughs) Do you love them? I do love them intensely. Well, I, I'm so glad that we could we could go over this, Julie. Please let us know. Um, you'll in the comments. You'll have to write in our comments. Uh. <laughs> Julie, please comment, like, and share. <laughs> so much responsibility. This is very targeted broadcasting to one of our own. Yeah. And uh, this has been our segment. What does it all mean? What does it all mean? Thanks again, Shelly Gang, for participating in the year of submission, especially to Ashley from the Abandoned Carousel podcast. You can find her on all social media and any podcatcher. Her show is so good and informative, if you like that sort of thing. (laughs) Even if you don't, apparently. (laughs) Yes, it crosses all genres, uh, from the learned to the dummies. And um, and you're not dummies, Shelly Gang, because you know to find us on our social medias, you can also go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y, HasOpinions.com. There you can find biographies of us, you can find all of our old episodes, and you can contact us so that you too can participate in the year of the submission. Shelly, I really highlighted that second E because lately the people who should know better have been just not adding it, and I want to respect you, and I love you. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I'm very protective of that second E. (laughs) Also, you can find us on the Podicon Go network of slipper wearers. I am there under duress. But there you can find other family-friendly podcasts. There are a lot of podcasts that are great for, for from grandmas to grandpas. <laughs> for, like, little kids and, like, older people, too. But Shelly Gang, mostly we just want you to be with us forever and ever. And um, and I'll even accept you if you want to somehow take your uh, sweaty sock foot out of your sneaker and then just, like, rub it on my leg. I'll accept Ugh. that. 
Okay, thank you. Where was that when I was talking about how gross that was before? A stranger doing that to me is different. (laughs) Sweat is sweat. And don't throw a fet. (laughs) I love, but I love throwing fets. (laughs) Oh, I also love to throw a fet. Uh, (laughs) Shelly gang, come back with us next week or we'll fet it up. (laughs) And with that, thank you and I love you and goodbye. Bye. 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 Everyone get some slippers. Yes. Bye. Gosh dang it, Shelly. Where are you?